0: And here
1: we go. Hey hey my name Hey, well, hey it's good,
0: good to see, see you again. Good to see
1: you. What's your
0: name Hey, my name's Bill the Cruz with Cruz with Bill, our location at Maryville Library. Yes. And here i got my friend and fellow, twice twice move, fellow Mayor candidate Darren yes. Atkinson. Thank you. So, say hi, Darren Atkinson. How are you? Everybody out there in Phil's
2: podcast, <laughs> uh, he's going to grill me and we'll see what happens. Oh my God, really? no, i grill you. go, go ahead. ahead. It's okay. okay.
0: let tell, tell who you are, the people who
2: you are. Uh, my name is Darren Atkinson, and I uh, ran for mayor the last two elections. I was spurred on by the care my father uh, received, which was quite poor, by the Lynn, which was a new organization to replace the previous one by the province they handed it to the city of toronto i felt that it failed my father couldn't be brought to toronto even though i had power of attorney he had a stroke and he I, before this i didn't like many things about the city i'm a free enterprise person i don't like the word capitalism because yes i am a you know i'm a small business guy but I, you know i work overseas do different things but ultimately at the end of the day i felt that maybe some free enterprise ideas were necessary in the city because uh, the city's failing in a lot of ways. Pilot projects I can see right through. I used to have a cab license. It, there's a myriad of things. So I thought, you know what? In order to get my father's story out and talk about people retiring in place, and uh, I had ideas about that. Uh, I also came through the health system. at stage four cancer twice. I had some very, informal well, yeah, uh, I had some very story. informed yeah, yeah. points of view. So I thought, you know what? Instead of just getting angry and talking in a coffee shop, blah. I'll take my yayas out on the election campaign and go after Mayor Tory at the time, who I thought may have started out okay, but simply by the time he was in the the last election he won, he was um, and also ran a guy, someone who was failing, and people felt so comfortable about him. You know, I think maybe because he had a TV show and maybe he strikes you as middle of the road, but in reality, he used to be the head of the Conservative Party. So when you start seeing things like that you realize that the premier. Currently, uh, you know, a piece, uh, a PC is asking him if he wants to do certain things with extra powers. you got to understand, and even, you know, some of the papers, like, I mean, I find that Trump started to be more conservative than it was liberal. It's kind of broken with what I, I know they have called Atkinson principles, which I kind of find funny. That's my last name. Yeah. So we distantly related to the Joseph Atkinson, but I don't think they follow their principles as well <laughs> as they should. And I think this whole uh, thing was, uh, uh, there was some subterfuge there somewhere where he had to resign because of the the awful shame of having a relationship hey, and, is that a real story yeah I don't think it is a real story it's for real a lot real. of reasons yeah. and it was interesting the day he walked out of his office and went down there and I said hey sorry about this he you was know, kind of trying to fall into a certain conversation actually effectively I just badgered him but I didn't see any intelligence from the media regarding uh, uh, particularly the star you'd think they'd step up because they had that mystery reporter with this awful information about this horrible thing this man did I think he's Won the election and had to win the election. Probably would have never run because it was at the point it was almost uh, hopeless with $1.6 in debt. And he's a guy that likes to run companies that are running smoothly. Like uh, he was sitting on the honorary board of directors for $100,000 a year and he was in that whole kerfuffle about. Uh, he Rogers? Yeah, Rogers. You know, when the Blue Jays said, hey, we want to give rid of to Teal. So everything seems to work for him when he wants it to work. And it's all connected to uh, entities he's a part of and knows people. who are running them. And ultimately, at the end of the day, I think that the premier and everybody was in the best interest of the powers that be to have him become mayor, to accept the powers. Then there was another layer of powers given to Ottawa and Toronto that was even greater. And once that was through, you notice the budget comes through. They're $1.6 billion short. He's gone. I mean, that's too convenient. For a guy like me, the Toronto Star with this mystery reporter, then when he resigns, all goes well. Well, I have a friend in... He lives in Mexico now, his uh, wife knows this person. I I'm not privy to use the name, I don't want to get myself in any trouble. No, no, no. And I will say one well, thing. I find, I find it
0: interesting the mayor never does a conference at eight o'clock at night, right? Because that happened at eight o'clock at night, right? On a yeah. Friday? Yeah. Eight PM. Like yeah. couldn't like wait till Saturday or like you know what I mean? Like I don't know. Just know, so well, uh, and, and, that, I,
2: I, you, and look at the public, they knew in their heart of hearts that he didn't need to resign over that. Well, just, I think he yeah. would he wanted to resign. And then this woman, this mystery woman, this oh the awful affair if it was so bad why would Maple Leaf Sports Entertainment give her a job
1: yeah I, 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 I,
0: I, that's especially well, like to be. the city uh, the, the bylaws because she's supported she did work for him before to supported so so he's not supposed to
2: have an affair right? right but the thing is she was gone by then she right? was gone but even then she gets a job inside of yeah. the mechanism that he's attached to yeah. come on and then even worse I called the star out, and this may or may not be a coincidence. I wasn't even on their uh, candidate track of the second election. Oh, yeah, yeah. Out of 105 people, I'm the only one that's not on it, And I have the emails to prove it. They're saying, well, we'll get around to it. Oh, sorry about that. And then the advance, I got my name was on there after the last day of the advance polls. But oh. you were on there last year, right? Yeah, but I don't know, because maybe there's two Atkinsons.
0: It no, was okay. No, right. yeah. you were it last year. Yeah, I was on it last so year. Wonder, but yeah. how'd they miss me this year? It's, I can't say... Well, that's like the whole thing with the hey, uh, election. It,
2: if it walks I like a duck and it, it talks like a duck or there's smoke, there's we a just fire. just
0: by-election or War
2: 20 with the whole thing yeah, yeah.
0: with the whole suspicious about the fudging or votes. Well, last year, 2022, I went on my voting date to go vote for myself, right? Yeah. So, so I went down there. My mom got a card. I got a card for the province where I go to the province. Yeah. Registered. I went down to the school where I'm supposed to go. She said, sorry, you're not registered, sir. You know, I'm in the freaking ballot. What are you talking about? I'm right there. So you were So and I had to register like an application and put it to the computer or whatever, so now I'm
2: registered. Can I ask you a question? Was it not the case when we talked that some people, including yourself, had had went and polled the people they knew that were going to vote for them, and you got less votes than the people that they said voted for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did I get? 69 on the last one? But you said you'd you'd talk to more people because you are in touch with your constituency-based friends and followers and and backers.
0: 96 out of 105. Hundred five people I know personally that voted for me,
2: and they uh, they looked at the
0: stats like, "What's the sixty nine
2: stuff?" <laughs> yeah, so I found it interesting. Like Sarah Kaminga had such a great vote yeah, count Sarah. a number of people, and they all had around the same amount. It's almost as if somebody pulled something out of a hat. Now, no, she came in uh, fifth last year, right?
1: Yeah, twice.
0: She's won twice. And
2: we got a new system to the scans. Yeah. All I gotta say is that we know what happened with Arrive Can. Yeah. federal level, we know what happened with the CERB app. Yeah if someone doesn't think there could be a glitch whether it's intentional or not but just look at it mathematically no no let's look at this, bear with me Phil. let's look at this mathematically someone should take a look at it who's a mathematician and look at the odds of how things turned out versus a number of other factors there's a way to do this I mean ultimately uh, uh, the the um, L, what's what's the gaming board? LG. Um, uh, OLG. OLG. A mathematician called them out because there's too many people that you were extended yeah, family yeah, members yeah, and that uh, yeah. that's mathematically won, Old and it would be infinitely impossible. and
0: you talked talk to Chris guy? Well, his secretary's, uh, assistant he says he called them out about that.
2: Well Even another thing, you got to ask yourself, Chris guy. Okay, you know, I don't know the guy, and he's as entitled as point of view. But it's funny, he's from Vaughan, yeah. and suddenly he's got an address yeah. in Toronto.
0: No, the point is the amount of votes he got from other oh, no, people. Yeah. But I'm but, just saying there's a lot of incongruities. I told you, for the four things that yeah. turned me off, the of four names on that list of on the 102 candidates with four people Sarah, uh, Brad Bradford, Chloe Brown, and Blake Acton. Look at his results. He came in third last year. Look at his results. Yeah, you
2: might say that people decided to vote strategically. But no, the, it make any sense. the percentages yeah. might be able to be argued mathematically. Yeah. You and I don't have the resources to do this. No, no, no. So what happens when you're off the candidate tracker like me? When you get votes and you think more people voted than showed yeah, up? Because you're known like Sarah's
0: mm-hmm. done three elections, right? She's done yeah. the third election. So last time she came in her fifth, she got like what, well, what, Her 5, and I 000? were only a few votes apart. Yeah, but she got five thousand last year, right? And just yeah. because she got like what two eighty nine, it doesn't make sense. But
2: what I'm getting at is, is the problem is that. The nature of this type of situation is that it gets, becomes so complex without the resource, time, and energy yeah. to hit the stuff head on, it dissipates any any further verification. And the problem is, it's a new system. So you might even think that, not you not know, right. something might not be right. But, left, just yesterday's election, we're 20, uh, 20, the whole was yeah. lost. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's just,
0: 22% turn up. Well, it, You know, but then again, while
2: well, there's a number of things to address. So you have incongruities, that maybe things that that we don't have the time or energy or can't collectively get together to pool our resources to challenge. Yeah. Two, people get burned out. So part of their way of expressing themselves is not grinding the candidates who are there and phoning the office every day for answers until it moves up the ladder and it's painful. So ultimately, at the end of the day, I was always about going and getting in people's faces, especially the first question, just running into John Tory River could ask the same questions, especially ones that I knew the answer to. And I bring people with me to represent, including some of my indigenous friends, because there was always this idea that indigenous, uh, urban indigenous, had been consulted. But from what I could see, I have a friend at Osgoode that does, uh, helps with sensing and different people I was um, in touch with, it didn't seem like that was happening. So, you know, who's the, who did you get a hold of? It's always unclear. Yeah. There's not enough time and energy for that. So the public gets unhappy. They try to express themselves by not voting. The problem is, by not voting, you're not participating, which means the end result in the long, short, short long term and maybe long term is you're going to get a worse result than you've already got. What people need to do is engage every last person. Yeah. Like every single person that could vote showed up and before they showed up they knew the name of everyone in their the riding thing? and they asked them questions and showed up in person. Hello, I need you. Hello, I need
0: oh, you. Hello, I just... Look at mayor Wythe, so, mayor yeah. Wythe, How many county degrees do they have? Six people kept saying, well, six eight, same candidates every year election. What's going on here? There's 102 people. Can't you get at least 13 more, 12 more? Oh, you know, the guy's you know, like, Bill
2: said most people were um, narcissists and were running for uh, because they, uh, you know, they just fold themselves. That's easy for him to say. He parachutes in here. He used to run, I think, parks or something in Columbia. But if, when I look, when his brother was mayor, just take a look at the time zone and where you're in. Look at the, the capital, Columbia. I mean, you know, I mean, there are two different environments. So to come in here and say you've been, you you have something valid to offer that's different might be the case. But to say you know the people and why they're running, to know why they're unhappy because they've been here a long time and they see change, you you, you know, you're the narcissist. Who are you to assume that we don't have the right to vote? Yeah. Or it's only the right to run and other people wouldn't vote for us? What do you mean? I, I met him a few times. He didn't know yeah, yeah. me. No? I don't think he ignore me. I don't think he, he to be university, but you there, right? Well, well the thing great. is, I it called him up because he wanted to buy Toronto Airport. He just says stuff off the cuff. Bye. I'm going to make it a park. Do you know how much money that would cost? was a court system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called the rule of law. Otherwise, people could just take your house. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, private yeah. property exists for better or so worse. The, the airport. Yeah. The Tur- same Turtle Tur- Tur- Island's on the other side, right?
0: Yeah, but what's that? Turtle Tur- Tur- Island, right? Yeah. That's on the other side, right? Yeah. Yeah, so they're trying to preserve them, reserve that and save it, right? Because they yes. just come up for uh, what, a contractor. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, Turtle Island, okay, that's the garbage pickup, right, on the west side of Toronto. Yeah. Well, those guys, that guy was, you know, robbed for that some people deemed to be a better type of politician than Doug, which arguably he is to some degree, depending on your politics. He was being, he was associated with the, that organization. And if you go up to their deco company, look at their, who's got their sanitation, yeah. and I mean I go through garbage man I was, I've been going through the um, Toronto Deco company's garbage I, I know they got a contract for Tim Orange I know a lot of things but you don't drop bombs unless you know uh, on people unless you really want to get into it I don't want to fight with uh, the Ford Nation I don't yeah. want to fight with the Toronto Star but if I call someone out it's because I got a fact or I might be close to the truth so as insignificant as I am I couldn't possibly pose a problem but so could you so could Sarah So the best way to deal with it is to let this low intensity conflict umbrella land on everyone who don't have the resources, and anything that's mathematically arguably something that should be investigated, because you trust people are truthful, you trust the paper, tiles, of stories, you trust the city's doing a job. You have to start with trust, otherwise we don't have any society, but you need to verify. The public's not verifying. That's my phrase, trust and verify. There's no verification. So I ran more like an inform- uh, investigative reporter because I wanted to verify why my father died like an animal and I couldn't bring him to the city. I wanted to verify why uh, seniors can't retire in place. I wanted to verify that if you talk to urban indigenous who, I wanted to verify a lot of things. You my friend worked for the there? fire department. I had a friend that ran Parks and Rec. I asked a lot of questions because I had people on the inside. Did you
0: tell people the story about having your father? Because I know what, I know what
2: happened there. I, well, I mean, my father was... a. Uh, he, be- he had a stroke and during COVID, the last lockdown he was in a small town hospital and they had no rehab. Without rehab and a stroke you' literally become you in Toronto? No, it' was in. Midland. Midland. you become a vegetable, but then they wanted to kick him out of the hospital and dress because they had no resources. Yeah. So I tried to get him in Simcoe County, I went to Durham, I went to York, I went to Toronto. so finally I got him in London and then first my stepmother was there because she already had um, a-, a bit of dementia. So she was there. So because he was a crisis patient, they wanted another hospital and he had spousal reunification, I could push him through the seniority there. And I used to go up there every single day, and if they didn't, if I didn't, they wouldn't have got him out of the bed. He had bed sores, that were down to the bone on his heel. And that's even before he got into the place in London. Now when he got to London by that time, this has been going on six months. I can but they, they I said to them, I said, well, they said, Oh, his left side doesn't work. So I threw this ball, and he caught it with his left hand. I'd planned that so the thing is I said if he can catch that I was left hand. I've been working with him and I come up here at night and I stay late because I want to make sure you get him to bed without him getting boisterous because he was a tough guy in the day he could take a swing at you right. so you know <laughs> I had to be there you can see the silver tattoo so I said you know I calmed calm down but I couldn't be there every day yeah. so I wanted to bring him to Toronto and that was power of attorney but they I can't get into it but basically they rejected him because he's a crisis cases, case and it was better for him to stay in London because he was going to die they felt yeah. I thought he could live. Through this process I've noticed a number of things. That A, if you don't have an advocate, you're gonna be it's gonna be a tragic outcome. Yeah. More often than not. Two, I noticed things that are wrong in all these homes. They're understaffed and underfunded. So you can make things a crisis by underfunding it. They're already underfunded. They're already Did not
0: the in London. Like? Really uh Mount Hope.
2: Was it pretty good? they started out okay, but I mean it got to the point where they I guess they're understaffed or whatever. He had um, Sugar diabetes, they had chest, his blood sugar in 20 days. So when they sent him to the London hospital, they kept sending him I have to race down there. The other, last time, they said, well, we're going to send him back, but he's gone into, um, um, uh, what is it? You can't swallow water. Oh. Um. Anyway, don't worry about it, we'll move on. Cause I don't want to take up all the time over my dad. But, you know, obviously I'm not happy about it. I, you know, he's the only immediate relative of God. Yeah. Okay. My mother's gone, I had a stepmother, she got dementia. You know, brothers and sisters, most of my other family were older. I was adopted they their past. So I did my best and, you know, I'll give my own help credit outside of the hospital Middle, that did them in rehab. They got him up walking. Oh, good. Because he would have walked, but you've got to get people yeah, to do it. Yeah. If you want to get better I'd cancer, stage four twice, I'd stem so. If you don't get up and walk, like I couldn't put my arms over my head and play drums. I couldn't do that. Yeah. If I didn't make the effort to yeah. go through that pain, to get it back, tough on me. Because at the end of the day, if you don't want to move your body, it's on you. Did he pass away during the election? Uh, he passed away uh, during... Uh, yeah, he did. And yeah. I was so mad at the Lynn in Toronto. He could have been, he could have been at Heritage, one of the city-run places, which yeah. is just around the corner from me, and I could have helped him. I yeah. could have been there. Every day could have seen his grandchildren. And he got rejected. And I don't want to get into the details why, because I'll be criticizing individuals, yeah. but I yeah. felt that he was too much trouble. He, they felt he was going to die, and they didn't respect the fact that I was a resident of the city, and I was power of attorney, so you're talking to me. So the reason he needs to be here is because I think it's best for his care. But it was more about what our resources are. And the limb was brand new and the city said we had nothing to do with it. It's a city-run place and they said, well, you know, the city deal with this really business, well so how does the money get to you? So I started to look at how this stuff is done. And people are in partnerships. It's not like it's a province and the city. And I've already fed up with the city on this stuff because at the end of my street, uh, there's a revival a film studio but it's supposed to be this multi-use thing that's owned by the smart centers. So I went to City Hall about that years ago. And I was fighting that. And it's just, you know, Walmart had all the lawyers there. There's just me, one guy in <laughs> and Carolyn, and a dry cleaner. And they, they bait the switch. I kept a picture of all the stuff they said they were going to do. And about a year later, they changed it in another meeting. Then they pushed push it through City Hall in this video of me. And they said they'd be brought in the town plan, the chief planner, to assure me this, that, and the other thing. And, and uh, Again, I don't want to... Names, but my councillor in my area... I'm down by Queen and the Pape. Oh, you know, that's... Come on, you mentioned it. <laughs> I don't know, I want don't, to mention... You know, basically... Queen I of, of where? Anyway, I oh, okay. okay. live okay. in Leslieville. So, she was um, on the board of directors for the union. But yet, she was pushing for something that was a film studio. Um, so i like got a yeah. conflict of interest, if you ask me. Yeah. And I never did get answers about parking. And mm-hmm. nobody turned out like they should because they got confused and thought it was okay because there's bait and switch i took a picture with my cell phone of every single original offering that was going to be the plan then it completely changed <laughs> so there's a lot of bait and switch and then the city wanted it to go through and it went through and now it's sitting there there's supposed to be a boutique hotel and a small shopping mall now it's just a film studio and they're waiting i guess for the real estate to be worth more maybe develop it because this down the way they're doing the uh uh the old lever soap building is being uh developed as a gigantic project right at the foot of the D V P yeah. which is why Tory and, and, and Co. decided to have a compromise for so the, the ramp to the Hull- gardener which Hull- caused total mayhem. They did a Hollywood tour, remember? Yeah. Because of the whole thing there? Yeah, the, they, yeah. The, the whole thing is it's all it's all it's all suspicious stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's either people aren't either these would be super politicians that really got the answer that people like that the comfortable about either aren't capable or they don't want to go through the, uh, a procedure, you know, maybe we're scientifically studied properly and they have more than one consultation and they actually are accountable. Even that thing at the automotive building for um, uh, you know, uh, Ontario Place, I mean, it was kind of over and done. And even when I got up and spoke, I mean, it was interesting because we've seen Livia Chow there, and we've seen… Um, uh, Josh Matlow. Matlow, but they didn't grab the mic. No, they they're just, they're
0: just wanted to observe. Us, I was going to want acknowledge
2: us because I was in the election. Right? Yeah.
0: Well, they wouldn't even let you talk. No, they wouldn't you talk. Well, I they, did talk. They, they, no, they really did. I got the video. I told my thing. They said, uh, are you are in the election you, room, They asked you.
2: Yeah, but and what it have, have, have to do? You, I said, you, I you haven't had, put my name in you yet. you hadn't registered yet. Yeah, I hadn't registered yet. Yeah. yeah. So I wanted to not register to be able to talk yeah, yeah. in case yeah. it was a problem. But why are they concerned? I pointed out the fact that even from a legal point of view... Okay, look, I've done a lot of things. I know a little it's interesting Ontario Place are man-made islands I don't know how they can be I don't know if anyone's ever thought of this but why are they included in any concern about Treaty 13 mean. because if they're new they're not in Treaty 13 yeah. but if they're still in the area the jurisdiction of the Mississaugas and the Credit you know in, Indigenous basically they should have they, that. They should, those islands belong to them so, my thing was to create an indigenous park there. Because yeah. the idea of a thermospa was disgusting. before okay,
0: the interview. There's no presence of indigenous people. Well, I said there the, should the, okay.
2: yeah. yeah. Well, I have an email on LinkedIn from someone who's a, 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 a landscape planner who said that thermospa was considering a, a sweat launch. So let's see if they do it. They, uh, yeah. So, it. I may take that up. But the problem with me is that I'm free enterprise. So, I expended all this energy. I was grieving my father. I was very unhappy. Um, I was all about people retiring in place and I started to devise some ideas for example giving seniors tax breaks equal to the cost yes. of making their house livable so they don't have to leave yeah. their house because this is a problem most of the homes that get bought and developed and, I said, you and know, redeveloped
0: give, give seniors 20% discount pick a day like the shoppers like yeah. all grocery stores Yeah. You know, most seniors shop between 8 and 12 I said give a 20%, 20% discount for seniors Right, for everything. Yeah. When well, you get more people shopping, you see to go shopping, and you'll increase your profit. Well, right? anything to keep
2: them yeah. financially stable. Yep. Because the thing is the cost of living goes up to these people and they're on a fixed income. If they're in their home and they get around and then suddenly they can't, we should help them stay in their home. But that may not be in the best interest of the natural course of free enterprise and, and real estate. So I'm free enterprise myself, so I can recognize free enterprise is an opportunistic area. The government should let free enterprise do its job, but administer it—not tell it what to do—but put safeguards in place to make sure it does what it's supposed to do and not go too far. But at the same time, government can't replace free enterprise because the incentives that are built on human nature aren't built in necessarily to an authoritarian thing. So whether it's uh, you look at it from a conservative liberal point of view, if you're you're just telling. free enterprise what to do and you're saying the individual and their their property and or their course of action in life has to be controlled by you by a myriad of laws and they're increasing all the time whether they be provincial, municipal you know, you're authoritarian in a way whether you like it or not. So, you know, you have to understand like, uh, you know, there's a when it's subtle you call it socialism when it's subtle it's not fascism it's, it's you know, it's free market When you know, and sometimes that's associated with one, associated with one party or another but no political party should direct society completely, particularly where free enterprise and free will are concerned because we diffuse naturally where we're supposed to. The food truck scandal, uh, scandal or, you know, failure was the best example. The, the city thought they could tell you where to have a food truck and what to <laughs> cook. It <laughs> failed. And almost all of them we failed was, this, bankrupt. About that. Because <laughs> the city just... Can't do that kind of thing. They have no business being involved in that. And you know, all the other people that are out there that may not have licensed, like I remember the old cashew vendors. Mm -hmm. I love them. That was Toronto. So maybe you needed to make sure things passed, cleanliness rules or whatever it is you brought into it, adhere to, you know, your new protocols, but you just basically ran them all out of business and then you said, you're going to reinvent the whole business. You know nothing about it. So, the city doesn't really shouldn't be totally in business. It can be a partner to control things for the sake of the public. Yeah. That's where you use your authority. But you don't control everybody and everything because it doesn't work. Because then one side, for at one point, will be wanting this and you'll favor that side. So, they flip flop a lot. It's the flavor yeah. of the day. I've used food trucks that happen. They have, there?
0: They have like, festivals and events going on, you know. It like it's pretty common in the world yeah.
2: now look at other jurisdictions if you go up to richmond hill just get north of the 407 they have food truck uh, get togethers and stuff like that but yeah, yeah, yeah. just speaking of food trucks in general the city of toronto administers things they have no business being in but then they're hands off with other businesses the interesting thing to me is that yeah. big business yeah. is hands-off yeah. small business is hands-on yeah. powerful people privilege are people in the know Go unobserved, shall we say, or hands off. Small people who are doing anything that falls under a pilot project—if you're a cab driver or you know building code—they're going to hit you. So it's like a two—it's like you know it's two sets of rules. But the city actually proclaims they're creating an even playing ground. No, look at that. They're not. They're just, the news. They're taste creating an underclass of Taste of, of yesterday would happen See? Yeah. Another cancellation of this year. Yeah, but look at the taste of death. Who would want it? They used to come out on the street. And because they put the bike lanes there. So it's not a for or against bike lanes, but you sh- they never thought of the idea that if you put bike lanes there in this new form of parking, what will happen to other uses of the the right-of-way, whether it be the sidewalk bike or you know the roadway? Well, how can you have it? Like it used to be, the public can't walk around all these barriers. They could trip on them in theory. They could. How does a restaurant get out on the sidewalk? And even all those barriers will kettle the public on the sidewalk if they want to get the food. It's, it's, so it basically... They should have known, whether you like bikes or not, that putting that in would destroy taste of the dance But they don't think that way. No. They've got a new thing now. It's zero or whatever. I, you know, I've got too many things in my mind here. Zero. But they want every vehicle that gives oh, you a ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Whether it be uh, uh, ride-sharing, yeah. whether it be a cab, Uber, Lyft. They want them all to be electric, electric. But they don't understand the cab industry. So I sat in on the forum because a Tesla driver said, hey, you want to sit on this? I sat in and I almost laughed because there's no one there from the cab industry so by omission it's up to you to enforce your rights even though by omission you're unaware of them but they said they reached out to the cab industry and go how come there's no cab companies here they all say that yeah but care. here's the thing right remember but I said to them I said well at the least you should be bringing in the people who do wheel trans because the cab industry picked up the excess the TTC couldn't handle so if you want to know how you're going to get somewhere in a wheelchair a lot of times it's a cab that comes and the city forced this on or they pushed the cab industry and reached out to them to do it mm-hmm. and now they're 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 burdened by this and TTC gets out of someone's cost. cab industry takes it over they have to have a lot of cab page, you got to run some that take it in a wheelchair but how come Uber and Lyft don't do that they're not mandated so if you're gonna be like the city of Toronto, like Mayor Tory, you've got to go down to the police station, you've got a car that's half cab, half Uber, <laughs> or ride share. So you're gonna if you're gonna break down the middle, then whatever amount of uh, you know, TTC uh, wheel trans licenses you've imposed or you've you've petitioned, or whatever you wanna call it you've done with the cab industry, you should go to Lyft and Uber and say you can't be in the city of Toronto unless you do it. So my thing was to look at the people who are out there and ask them to match what it is that they should already be doing, ask them to rise to their social obligation, because there's always a social covenant between a company, a government, two people. You can't treat somebody like an animal. But that's an extreme. But at the same time too, you have an obligation within the confine of your industry and how you define yourself to be at least moral, decent, or serve a purpose with regards to the mandate of that industry. So the cab is taken a beating. Well, and all the plates crazy. aren't even on the road, and Uber and Lyft are getting off easy. Yeah, Tori so, tw- yeah, tw- 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 brought Uber in. Right? Oh yeah, he loves so it, right? So see, yeah. but he doesn't either he doesn't think, or there's something wrong. So, I, like I said, I don't want to use too many names or say too many things that are overt. But it's fishy. Something it smells <laughs> not right. And this is not, ha- this is a, how come, and you know, if you want to be, if you think that Rexdale and Scarborough is underserved with services, how many cabs are going to be out there with electric cars? Because yeah. all the pumps are going to be downtown, yeah. they have charging stations. And we're people, they haven't thought of this. Electric cars, the batteries, have problems in the cold. They're different. Yeah. So they build their data on other cities that are warm. Well, look at the transit, the TTC
0: transit. During the freezing temperatures, they're all frozen, right? Yeah. But have yeah. you ever been on Tesla when it's
2: hot? Yes. Touch the fingers yeah, on the yeah, ceiling. Yeah, yeah. You'll burn your fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's a lot of unusual things that are yet known. Yeah. If an electric car burns, we'll have to get these special uh, ways to yeah. put it out. Because you can't put out that fire. Yeah. So it, it burns like crazy. So the fire, you know, it'll burn right through into the ground. So those places now they have to take care and dunk it in a chemical bath to put out the fire. So you're gonna have a uh, safety concerns that will eventually show their face. You're gonna have problems with the batteries in cold weather, it's not advanced enough. I got friends that demand's going down. I got a friend, my friend Roger. He works at they were doing uh, rare elements mining. They've laid them all off. Yeah. I'd like to use the name of that company too, but I can't. Yeah, no. I'm I connected did, to I a did lot of people. Interview with a man. Named, uh, Mateo.
0: What's up? I did an interview with one of my guys. Interview, interview with Mateo, He owns a bike company, bike fixing company. Yeah. And he's he's smart. He knows the stuff on bikes. And he's still up the ba- batteries. Yeah. You can't just interchange them when, when one burns out, like one dies you had to let it cool down first he was telling me right And you know right.
2: that Yeah, like you said you even get, to charge them, yeah, there's yeah, a certain you, amount of electricity yeah, to warm have, them up yeah, so yeah. you're spending energy so these things, things it's not that it won't eventually happen but it's not there yet so we're trying to get it there faster than say the cab industry I want to why the street. back would you
0: drive a car to Montreal an electric car would I drive an electric car? yeah then? to Montreal knowing its limits it has limits
1: right?
2: you know if I was by myself yeah I'm a father. I got two kids. I got responsibilities. I usually carry stuff. I'm a drummer, whatever. I couldn't do it. No. And the reason is, I would go to Montreal. I go to the Montreal Camera Show because yes. it's belong to the, the Photographic Historical Society of Canada. I, I wouldn't drive there with all my stuff because the mean, electric, mean, electric mean, car. Wait, you go to the dance festival? No. Yeah. Well, let me finish. <laughs> I have I mean, so many thoughts flying. Like I'll tell you that in a second. The problem is when you load down a car. Yeah. There's more. You're gonna. You're gonna. You're yeah. gonna burn that battery. You're gonna draw more. Yeah. So there's a lot of variables I yeah. haven't thought of. So, one of my arguments, so, you're still going to go about half a mile. Yeah, well, <laughs> there's 15 minute cities. You know, they say, well, people should park their cars because just let the trucks deliver. What they don't realize is Amazon uses individuals for deliveries. Yeah. Uber Eats, yeah. uh, uh, DoorDash, they use individuals. So, when you see a lot of cars in the world, these people are working. Not everyone's on an electric bike. Plus, it's Canada. We have a winter yeah. for six months. So there's a lot of considerations. We're moving too quick without thinking broader. We're not petitioning people. We're not even forcing. We should really well, you, you license cab plate owners. You should almost you're almost obligated to go out of your way to bring them into the discussion because you promised them stuff from years ago. So they have rights. Now if someone goes, well, what's the right of saving? You know, we got to save the earth. Look, I go through industrial garbage. I got a negative carbon footprint like Wally, you know the movie? It makes little cubes of skyscrapers. I built three skyscrapers of stuff I've taken out. I'm not lying. I'm the, you know, I'm gonna brag, I'm the elite of garbage picking. So even our, our recycling system is a joke. We use single, we have a lot of single use plastics and if you have too many they get bricks back at cost into garbage because you can't ship out recyclable products you go into landfill. Mm-hmm. And you know what I've determined, okay let's do the cab thing first. I get all over the place. This is not probably why nobody voted for me, because <laughs> they can't even understand what I'm saying. We'll go back to cabs in this policy yeah. of zero, you know uh, you know, like a, a zero zero, a zero emissions. Net zero. Yeah, because you're never gonna reach that. And what you'll have is you take an industry as a service. When you're in trouble, someone's pregnant, you're sick, you gotta go somewhere you call a cab. Whether it be Uber or Lyft. but Uber or left will be suffering the same problem? Because you're going to take plates off the road and you're going to force potentially them off the road um, and because you won't be able to supply the amount of charging stations yeah. and then the demand will be higher, it's going to get out of control. So Rexdale at the peripheral of Toronto will be underserved, in my opinion. The core will be served. they'll point to that and say it's good. In the meantime, you've driven other people out of business, had the right to be in business, been in business for decades. Do you license and they bought plates for $100,000 dollars? Even worse, you' put graduates out of business. Now here's the other thing. The cabs will be on the road if they're all electric. You gotta think of this if they're not hybrid. How do you get the back of the fender better? I drove a cab. Cabs have accidents all the time, they get flat tires. The, the, the cabs, the, there's garages that support the cab industry, they're specific, and they open 24 hours. Electric cars, the only people who have parts are dealerships. They're not open 24 hours, they're not even open on weekends. Yeah. And when you go in, they've got to make an appointment. So through attrition, the cabs will not be on the road. So they will involve. I think they're going to literally take the amount of available rides rides, and, and ride-sharing vehicles off the road by creating an environment where they can't stay on the road, by bankrupting the garages that don't have the right parts. Look at a garage that's got all kinds of oil filters, all kinds of stuff. What are you going to do with all that inventory? Switch over overnight? Go to Canadian Tower, hey, can I trade you all this stuff for gas engines, for electric stuff? Well, we don't even have it, go to the dealership. You go to some electric cars, it takes almost three months to get a quarter panel, even the fender better. These cars won't even be on the road. All that'll happen is people will know that the cabs or the Uber or Lyft will be late getting to them. Mm-hmm. And other places like out Scarborough, Rex will be, and North York places in the peripheral of Toronto will be underserved in a vast way. And then in the winter, it'll be bad because the cab has to hover. You can't turn off your engine completely in the winter. Unless you're going to go in and out of coffee shops, cabs cruise around looking for rides. That's what I did. And you you know, that's going to drain your battery. The whole thing is a joke. It's not even thought out properly. And that's just one pilot project. So I want to wrap that up and say, public, what's going to happen to you when you go to get a cab in 2027? <laughs> and the years post that date, you will not get vehicles to get to you. And if you have an emergency, you're going to be in a world of trouble and you won't even know yeah. what to do. So better put someone on your back and start running because and if it's in the winter it won't matter if you even have unless you have a three wheel bike and you go through a snowstorm good luck with that and what if you have kids and a bunch of gear what if you're a drummer and you got a drum set what if you're in business what if you're someone that's delivering because people say why are these cards on the road because they're delivering for Amazon go after Amazon all these cars on the road, a lot of these cars on the road are delivering to Amazon. When I'm out in industrial areas, I can take you to places where people come in and load their stuff up in their cars and vans and go and deliver it. That's how they make their living. But you don't see them because they don't have a name on their car. So you don't see this stuff. You've got to be like me in free enterprise. So I'm not here to dump on the system and say we don't need electric cars. We need to move into, we segue into it more gradually and more thoughtfully. You need to reach out to everyone and be a partner with them. Don't tell them what to do like an authority. Because if you're not an authority or you haven't thought it out... What's going to happen when it doesn't work? Where will you be? Well, your job may disappear. You're gone. Just, just like that. Like, Tori, you're gone. What's with the public? They're stuck with the outcome. That ain't right. And every one of these pilot projects cost thousands, tens of thousands of dollars. No more pilot projects. So my thing was, yeah, we need electric cars, but let's work with these people. One of my things was, why don't you work with the system that's already there? When you go to a gas station, there's lots of space for the vacuum, whatever. There's even parking spots. Why don't you actually go to the gas companies and say, can we put pumps on your property to, to charge cars? they go going to buy snacks and there's more markup in the store with all the little snacks you buy, more profit there than there is on the gas pump because that's all taxes. Do yeah. we don't even get back? So t- think about it. They should be working with the oil industry saying, you know this is going to happen. Why don't you transition? Or why don't we partner together to make money together? But you have to dislike someone so much and go, Whoa, you're driving a gas car? You are evil. You're the gas company. You're the death of yeah, well, Sonny. How does
0: it take to charge a car?
2: Anyways, how does it take? Depends on the pump. I mean, you can be, depends on which power you want. You can charge up in 10 minutes, the quick charger enough to get somewhere, or you could be on there for hours. It's up to you. But the thing is, what if people, if you had all the electric cars running you wanted, even if everyone replaced all the gas cars? The grid's not even designed to deliver that kind of power to distribute it. It would yeah, overload.
0: Yeah, all year. They
2: have like a oh, so like they have
0: four electric charging stations or Yeah, it's four. Yeah. So but, if you got like if you got
2: well, what if this or, whole parking lot? This is a park, this is a mall, right? Yeah, yeah. There could be out there right now about a thousand, five hundred to a thousand cars. Yeah. But well, they're all electric. What would you do? Yeah, you got four pumping stations. There you go. Right. You know, it's you'd have system. to mandate that yeah. if you're going to have a mall or a smart center, if you're going to be a gas station, you would have to partner with these people. I was about partnering, you were about partnering, other people about partnering. The people that are in the know, you had, I called it camps. Yep. You had Penlosa, who backed uh, our current mayor, Olivia Chow, and that was one camp. Then you had the, 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 known, the known, the usual suspects, John Tory and, the, and, and everybody running for mayor that was a counselor, which they never resigned. So I'll give kudos to Mitzi Hunter, she resigned. Her position. position. So she had to, yeah. She had to. Yeah. But as councillors, these people never resigned and then they ran for mayor Yeah. at the same time. They just so went, went back out. to their job. They had nothing to lose. That's like, to me, that, that's zero commitment. But Crawford
0: didn't have to resign. Who? Crawford was council. He didn't have to resign to run for MVP. He just kept
2: the position. Well, I'm just talking about councillors. Yeah, but You're already on, on the city
0: council. Well, no, I'm just wondering about the,
2: yeah, yeah. The, well, I'm, we all wonder about law here. Look at it. The, 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 think about it. They want to be transparent. They say they're transparent at City Hall. Right? They're awash with 3.5% from uh, uh, transfer taxes in each constituency, which is almost like when things need to be done, you just grease that area and maybe someone will for you. I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm right. You take, you know, think about it carefully, public. So you get these people that have been in there a long time because they seem to be doing what people want, but yet people, you know, the quality of life in Toronto is what, not what people expect. Or a lot, I would say the majority are not getting what they expect. So there's a disconnect there. So if all this money is there, and then you vote for someone, but it's still not right, the public has to stand up and go to these people and verify there you trust them. So you trust that the current crop of counselors are good people, but you gotta verify it. So I think what just happened with Olivia Chow is that you trusted she'd stand up for your city, particularly your rights at uh, a terror place. And what was the other guy running for mayor? He had beach rights, Steve. What's the last one? Well, Steve, Steve Mann? Yeah, Steve, Steve Mann. Great guy. And yeah. they went down for his beach rights. They they're did. they kicking him the off. the best. Yeah. Steve, they're Steve, kicking him yeah. off the island, but you have yeah, yeah. three feet from where the water laps. I know that from Saga Bay because people are yeah. fighting over yeah, yeah. the waterfront, right? In some cases, it's exclusive, but it has to be oh, so exclusive. Pair best, too. Be. Yeah, well, pair. you know, yeah. Yeah, so the thing is, it's, you know, this is like a bait switch on a mass level, moving quickly. The public can't keep up. You got to pay your rent. You can't pay your rent, you're not even making enough. There's firemen. My friend said that young, young firemen are having a hard time living downtown close to station. It's out of control. So when you've got two hands in your back pushing, how are you going to verify? They know you can't. There won't be anything anyone can we'll do to get Ontario you. Place back from Ford, is my prediction. Not a darn thing. So my thing would be originally to Ford and the PCs, or anyone that might get elected, we should have just created a boundary on Toronto and said, look, I'm not going to work with you. So if you and then someone goes, Well, you can't deny building permits. Well, they can go to the OMB, but it'll be full. Well, then they'll get administrative zoning orders. We'll start writing thousands of those, and we'll deny demolition permits. If you're not gonna guarantee housing that you're tearing down is low cost and you're gonna give those people back a space, then you don't even get a demolition permit. But that would go against, I guess, their form of free enterprise. Their form of enterprise, free enterprise leads towards scale, towards large developers building houses. I wanted to give micro-loans to people to stay in at their house, uh re- retire in place, make their house fit, give them some tax breaks, keep it stable in communities. The the elder statesman of each community create stability. They're known people. They are the one that hold the information that go back years about what happened in that uh, that that part of the city. You know when you displace them you're also displacing your, your your public intelligence. So that you know micro loans to help them micro loans for apartments. City of Toronto is one place that's a vast number, people may not realize a lot of Single-dwelling homes, attached, attached, and over, I calculated, about 1.2 million. Now, that's most well, maybe, of them... Yeah, so my that, thing yeah. was that's that don't build up. houses. Yeah, just fill them up. Fill them up. But, you know, well, someone goes, but there's people in them. No, but, they're empty. They're all empty. No, but there's all... No, houses. Yeah. There I mean. are people in there, but a lot of them are, uh, you know older, their kids, of are empty nesters or they could be living alone because um, their spouse passed on.
0: But now they've approved like the... Well,
2: let me finish with this here. So the, the bottom line is that it'd be better to give someone a micro amount of $20,000 to renovate to create an apartment but then you say, well, how come they already done it? Because there's a $50,000 fine if you don't do it le- cre- um, correctly. There's lots of people with illegal basement apartments that don't want to talk about it yeah. but why not instead of scaring people, petition them Canvas them and help them mm-hmm. and say, hey, we noticed you're 82 years old. You're probably nervous about renting to someone you yeah. don't know. You've never had a contract. Why don't we supply a boil brick contract and, 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 and make it conform to your needs? And But you'll have to give a minimum contract of five years. And it has to be 30% below market value or 40%. But we'll also provide your consultation. And you can platoon in people in inspection, fire, beef up those departments. Right? And they can go in and you can hire people there. But here's, remember, I'm saying micro-loan. So even though you create more staff and inspection, let me go, I'll show you where I'm going with this. More staff and inspection, because I think the inspection staff are understaffed for maybe for a reason. I don't know. There's lots of uh, buildings. I know a building in North York. They had an extra floor built on it. They never even knew that so it was done. You want me to take you to it? That's my thing. I invited the Toronto Star (laughs) Do You want me to take you to these buildings? Do you want me to take you to a police officer that fought that? There was in shock that he realized it was corrupt. And to see, not a thing he do. Do you want me to take you to Parks and Rec Nightmares? <laughs> I know. Do you want me to take you to firemen who might speak up and tell you you need single station, single truck stations, and the response time for the fire department is slow because you haven't calculated vertical uh, response times. And the problems with that because we're building so much vertical. Do you want me to take you? I will, will offered, you-, you know what bothered me? I said, I'll pay your lunch. Come with me, and if I'm wrong, I will quit the election. <laughs> Nobody ever came with me. Come to hospital Hall, I'll tell you some of the sentencing. Maybe yeah. the sweat lodge, not a block building. Something that represents indigenous cultures. It really is supposed to be. And if that's why you're gonna get people to heal when they have, and that's part of sentencing, because they've been involved in whatever, that's against the law, it's a, a form of healing. It's a better way to do things. People come from the reserve, come here. Even I came from a small town. you got to adjust to say something goes wrong. Should your life be in jeopardy? No. Maybe you should heal on the lodge. Well, where is one? There should be one on Toronto Island, West Island, yeah. right? Because that would be a good no, thing. So I want to see if Thermos Spots are going to do it like it's been suggested they were thinking of doing yeah, you it. You but but yeah, the point sure. being is, I said to, uh, I was at the automotive building and I said to people, you know, why don't you come with me, facilitators? And, they, yeah, and yeah, yeah, the yeah, facilitator yeah. said, the city council has final... Voting authority. Yeah. That's why this the mayor had to acquiesce for them to get through. They couldn't get through. For me, this Matt was on one good thing, even though I think he was fair weather. There's 14 <laughs> feet between Lakeshore and a terror place. Yeah. So and they want to develop a terror place. They already started digging it up and causing barriers because Steve Mann said, I couldn't swim around there. And they <laughs> dug up concrete to make you walk a certain way. So I thought, you know what you should do to them? The city should take that 14 feet and build an 80-foot trench down then nobody would have access. So then what are you going to do? But I could just say, well, you just tore up that at the cost of millions of dollars, and you don't know why. I tore this up because I want to actually uh, I want to make sure that uh, if you're building on indigenous lands that there isn't artifacts here from previous settlements. So I'm going to dig an 80-foot trench. I'll make up my own rules. But you won't get at the island because how are you going to get through that 80-foot ditch? I would have done something brash like that. I wouldn't have given building permits. I wouldn't have given demolition permits. And then I would just be for the City of Toronto. If you're in the City of Toronto, up to you. If you're not if you're from the outside of the City of Toronto, your opinion is secondary. Even if your Premier, your opinion is secondary. Yeah, the land is man so The question but the, state, the point is, is that if you don't draw a boundary on the City of Toronto it. it, then you're not for Toronto. So I thought them, Libby yeah. Chow might be okay, but no, she no, no, no. screwed up big time. But
0: the question is people ask me this is Ontario Place is man made, right? Yeah. So it it's native land or indigenous land, it's not land, it's a property, it's an area, right?
2: Well, the thing is, it's not covered under Treaty 13 because it never existed back when That's the treaty right. was written, yeah, in right. theory.
0: Yeah. So the question is... There's lots the, of questions. The water there,
2: the water is sacred, right? Well, the waterfront, that area, yeah, is their territory. that is. So the question is, was that included in Treaty 13? So it's exclusionary because we built it. And but if it's on your you land, know. it was we built. Answer it's supposed right? to be we still got yours, right? We got an answer too, have you? So no one, no, no one's answered anything. And then, and you know the best thing I think is for it to go away. It's too hard for the mayor to deal with. We don't have money. The premier is in trouble, right? And maybe they think by cooperating, they're both in trouble a little bit, right? With the constituencies, the people that put them in power, the constituents. So maybe this—they thought they could get some traction out of this. Yeah. If anything, they just made a bad problem
0: worse. No, well, they have the proper series of things that happen after, Okay, we have a—we have immigration laws. You can't bring foreign plants to over, right? Overseas, right? Oh yeah, but that, yeah, that's a whole other matter. scenario, just yeah. Like, Serious scenario things to tell, Like free you. Yeah, but, you know, my yeah, friend you know, is indigenous
2: and I brought some friends out there and they go, they We're consulting indigenous about indigenous plant life and aquatic fauna. So it's like what you bring indigenous people to A OK, your fish, plants, some type of short
0: horn bodies over, like for example. Immigration. They won't, you can't bring a plant over.
2: From oh, yeah. But what I'm saying is they were actually saying at Thermos Spa they were going to engage indigenous opinions. No. They're over what? The waterfront? No. So they can stand own... around the edge and look up at what you created? Like that's a joke.
0: They want to bring own, it's a joke. They want their own palm trees. you seen the pictures? Right? Oh, they're bringing, yeah. They're, they're yeah.
2: bringing non-indigenous species. know what I mean. That, it's an indigenous species coming to our side, right? things stink. the for so long well the one thing something that's living can have microbes yeah, in it, it and just beetles just look at the problem we already have in the boreal forest and all kinds of other microbes it, it's just sitting dormant for how many years thousands of years on a tree Yeah, yeah but mean, here's the that. thing Thermospot has a lot of money behind it some of the counselors supported it it's going to be hard to stop it the mayor would have had to dig in and take a chance but she's a bit like Tory. everybody wants to be in the middle of the f- sit in the middle the point is we've got to get back to basics and clean messes up yeah. To me, the red bus line is Scarborough, why would you have a red bus line but exclude three people in a car, a taxi, or an electric yeah, car? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, There's no common sense to this stuff. I blow-up dummies in
0: my car. I'll open it this way. There
2: you go. <laughs> yeah. so. Which customer? Oh, oh, well, you know, I used to love yeah, in yeah, I had, hey, I had I the baby seat. I had my kids. And you featured the car. You featured the car. Yeah. What yeah. a
0: Wanna be uh what, do they, what do they call it uh party driver? Where's it called to ride? Oh, designated driver? <laughs> no, no, no. The uh you know, party uh what do you call one in the car? Three people in the car. It's called
2: uh oh uh <laughs> we're moving so fast H O V line you ride be, share
0: there'll be the new feature the new car and you buy a new car if you want to buy a ride you want to sit in the designated lane just press the button just the dummy comes up
2: yeah that'd be great <laughs> right. well you know what I did I had uh, the ba- I had my car seat with my kids. So oh, at yeah, the time my wife was yeah. wondering why I wanted to take them to everywhere and whatever and I'd have a run an errand and i put them in there and there's two of us. So I could use the HOV I, because I had my, like a four year old and <laughs> a three year old. So I used my kids, not that I wouldn't do the errand, but I would plan my plan to go with my kids and you yeah. know, I would do something. But on the way I would get something done because I want to use that HOV link. I'm starting a new business. <laughs>
1: What's that? I I, I started a new business. Did you? Yeah, it's really What is it? Oh, is it a joke? What do you think? Yeah.
0: You're a know, senior parker, right? Yeah. Handicap parking, right? Yeah. So when I with my mom, right, I got a car, a in my car, right? So whenever I go, I go, right to my mom, right? Hey, mom, this is so cool. Why don't park so far away? This is a great moment. It's good for, like, dating, going shopping, you know? I can write out seniors. What do you think? Write out a senior to use a parking space they park closer, you know? What do you think? Well, it might work. i pay pay him some money. Give him some fight or whatever, and then the will be you know, You know, like, I, I gotta go to the mall. I gotta go back. Gotta, you rent down to Grandma for uh, two and eight, you know, I gotta, two and eight, I gotta pick up Grandma Stella. Come on, Grandma Stella. What do I gotta do? Just sit in the car. They just said, I gotta go to, the, I
2: gotta dig. Run your errands just sit in the car. <laughs> 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 well, you know,
0: I don't know what kind of business it is, do. They'll probably no, get takers this day and age. Some cop comes over, like, Excuse me, man. What are you doing? Um, I'm here. I'm being hired. I'm hired for the day. I'm and a placeholder. A senior, I'm a senior hire. Senior, hire. senior placeholder. Senior hire for the day.
2: You know. Well, that might work. because <laughs> so you put some money in the pocket. If people on a fixed income. but you want to make a joke. <laughs> I see yeah, yeah, I know it's pretty no, crazy. No, no. When People use the handicap parking. Yeah. These young, I see people that are only in handicap and just sitting because they got the sticker so, in. It makes you sick. Right? So listen, there should be. I have a half brother, and he has a a handicapped parking sticker, he's proud that he got it. A lot of them are with people. See, if I had to rat people, I'd have to rat out people I know, family, and whatever, because the fact is we're we're drifting from the rule of law. And the rule of law isn't about tortillas, it's trying to give us an even playing field. So the laws are good, but if they're not administered correctly, if there's two sets of rules, one for the rich and powerful, the connected, the large scale, and one for the small. Then, what's the point of having a lot uh, of guys? I was at a shower
0: the other day, this like over here, this big muscle guy in a band, comes up, handicapped, stuck here, goes, I'm ready to meet my mom because I'm just handicapped. Before. Like, buddy, you're not yeah. handicapped. Yeah, yeah, hey, buddy, you're like, you're like three times the size of me. You're walking like this? You well, you know, there's a number of things I, I toyed with. You're not handicapped, obviously. Well, I got hand.
2: one for you. Yeah. I was saying that basically in some cities, they take a picture of you. Yeah, they should. You're parked illegally I and mean, you get the ticket. Well, they
0: should put a picture of this. Like, if you want to have a picture on her car. Right, right, but we
2: should have a complaint system based on pictures. Yeah. But they'd rather platoon in uh, the parking authority. And those yeah. guys, they're over, they're, you know, it's the money collection system. And they're running around getting bigger tickets, hundred-dollar tickets, yeah. and this touchy because then you, you have to judge. You have to if you have to make a personal judgment on someone. It's something they don't want to deal with. If you're not with your car, it's like this victimless, like humanless event that you can uh, you can put a you know a, a dollar value to and collect. So it's about tax collection. Oh, and and that's basically the you know how fun. Thanks for, I I got mom's,
0: thanks for reminding me. My mom's in the car for the at handicap parking spot. <laughs> <laughs> You're just messing with me, <laughs> exactly. So and, uh, I'm too cool. serious. I'm too serious. I, I'm just kidding. you yeah. Well, you know, I mean, back no, 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 then but the back then of the uh, the uh, micro uh, building a Micro loans Yeah, yeah. No, no. The the uh, building your little shacks. Back then, a guy uh, built a uh, shack in the backyard for his father, right? Because yes. he lived in actually lived in London. Yes. So he wanted to bring closer. So he built it. It's a little shack. It's like yep. you know, like a little shed you buy. And he did it not only and he loved it. It's just, you know, he's comfortable. Somebody complained to the city, and he got, got charged. But now it's approved. They're
2: doing it. You can, you're allowed to do it back. But this is a couple years back. They wouldn't allow it. Well, you know, if you can build sheds, why not get apartments in the houses themselves yeah, to people right. but, The people to empty nests? Because the thing is, if you, you had microloans, you'd have all the small business, all the little contracts that would take care of renovating. Yep. People wouldn't be afraid because they'd meet an inspector from the city and fire, and they'd tell you what you need. You know, the services would charge you up to $5,000 to tell you okay. what to do. Yeah, that's exactly. So, so why not get the city to do it but here's what I want to get at if you get more inspectors yeah. to float this idea then when they're done approving all these apartments where the money will come back to you because you're a partner yeah. and say a five year lease is 40% below market value so part of the rent will come back to the city so they'll get their money back and microloans are more often paid back as much or more than any yeah. other loan to a small individual or entity you, you got to get all these landlords free here's the best thing when you're done You've just beefed up fire inspection, building inspection. So you can unleash 5,000 extra inspectors on all the big boys. But I believe they've let inspection languish so that through omission, things happen faster than the city can react to. And the city staff knows that, but what are they going to say or do about it? And then that way, the agenda of those that are perennially in office, who've got 3.5% transfer funds, can stay in office, run for office without... Um, resigning then go back to being a councillor and they can just jockey positions and I'll just say one thing about the last election they said John Toy said I wouldn't support anyone I'm not going to meddle even the deputy mayor didn't do that they both come out with the side <laughs> because they realized now oh, none of them are going to win so Brad Bradshaw are going to they were right they knew they were going to lose so then they broke their own word yeah. so their word is worth zero their commitment is zero yeah. and they created a clique and i don't believe that they created a culture we're not fully aware of what they're doing and what and the behavior that they bought into they're they're drinking their own kool-aid as we say in Tree enterprise yeah. they're delusionary but if i talk to a lot of voters they think that they're doing a great job as a matter of fact john tory could have won the last election easily well, yeah. but if you're going to delude yourself about who people really are Then the voters will have to bear some burden of this mess we're into. So my big thing to the voter is this: go out, know everybody's name running for office in your area, prepare questions that matter to you, and when you know you're absolutely right—and I mean it—because you've gathered data—hold yourself accountable. Go out and see this person again and again and again. If they don't answer your question, grind them. The only way to make politicians feel uncomfortable is to grind them with questions, because. Uh, my dad used to hunt a lot of cops you know what a lot of criminals don't like they don't like to get caught and even worse a lot of them don't like them if their mother
1: knows
2: (laughs) so listen everybody wants to be liked right politicians criminals I'm not saying politicians are criminals but they want to be liked so if you catch them in a lie overtly if you can videotape them Mm -hmm. it's like called peer pressure you mean like kill grippers? well we're not supposed to use (laughs) peer pressure on one another and judge one another but I think politicians are open season they want to be but the feather in the cap, and you know they're going to save the world. Then let's see. They want to be Superman. Let me ask you that. What do you think of what happen with Bradford? You got dinged by Tory
0: for being not endorsed.
2: Well, I mean, I mean, uh, Brad Bradford. I, mean, I think he was didn't he lean more towards Spa? I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't like know, his politics.
0: Like, no, one of his, one of his uh, team was part of Therm. Remember? Yeah, like, yeah. No, I think of the uh did not endorse anybody. They yeah. Balo endorsed. Uh, no, uh, Balo. McKelvey endorsed Bylo... And then Tory came at to the end. Yeah. So it's like a big burr, I thought,
1: you know, because so we know the yeah, voted. They vote, said yeah. they would. They lied. No, but the thing is, it's that simple as that. It's like they
0: lied. They thought they had to no, for the grand I'm talking about loyalty. Like but he's always been loyal to Tory with
2: any vote. The whole look at the whole well, look how he votes. Yes. Yeah. But
0: the thing is, to come out and say that. Look at the warming center stuff. That would have debacle. That was. Yeah. It should be
2: unanimous. To keep warming centers so open no, in a cold country, but because we had a warm period, they thought we won't need them to no, save money. Thing, this Let people a, freeze to this this that, right? To a voters. bunch like, of animals. The way they the way they
0: act, this is what it reflects on their voters. Like voters saying, "Look, hey,
2: I got a lot of emails. Hey, I thought he's loyal to Brad. I thought Bradford was loyal to Tory." The yeah, but when you go on, a, when you sign up, and you and, and you're bringing in your family with you. Yeah. I could have brought my family. No, but am just saying, like, if you. No, no, but people leverage things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To yeah. feel good, yeah. look good. I don't look good. I don't look at me. No, but I'm saying I don't think I look my know hair. No, No, think about this. No, look, look at you, Phil. You, you and me look like rough and ready guys. We don't. We're not making the effort to put on a thin tie. Yeah. I called it the English look when I was running an yeah. income. Yeah. I got the nice shoes. Yeah. I, I wear always tight. wear good shoes <laughs> in Europe. The bottom line is, is that these guys have it down. They got the money in three point five percent fund. If they're a counselor, they've got the connections. Take a look at when people fire follow their. Uh, uh, the, the the audit for the, what they spent during the election. Yeah. Look at the numbered companies. Look where the money's coming from. Where That's you'll true. learn the yeah, most yeah. is look after the election and see what people did. Now, here's something I want to talk about the last thing, because it's probably been going on my office. When I filed the first time, I claimed a lot of my stuff. I made what you call crime towels. And I put them on work clothes. Mm-hmm. I got almost 5,000. What's up? Claimables towels? Well, claim them because I got, I've got them on the garbage, and they said, "Well, you're using it." I said, "Well, okay. I got it on the garbage; got it for free." <laughs> but they said, "As value, mm-hmm. I use my space as my headquarters, so I've claim part of the rent." I don't think that should be right. So I could have claimed it. I claimed fourteen thousand. You didn't do ten. I went over. But you know how much money. you But you know how much money I would have mm-hmm. you know got back at fourteen thousand? Mm-hmm. Six thousand. Six thousand. Right? But it's 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 not a law of Ontario. It's a bylaw. Yeah, cuz you get over No, 10, no, but grand. listen care what I'm saying. It's a bylaw if you go over 10 grand. So the idea is go bigger or go home because the bigger you are like Losa, Tory or any of them, Bradshaw, look at how much money they spent. They're going to get money back. and Take a look at what they claimed as a value in certain categories. If you use something and it has a value, you have to claim it, but you can get part of that money back. So what's to stop anyone? I'm just saying, take a look at everyone, including myself, yourself, everyone anyone who went over ten thousand, and look at what the money they got back, you can almost make a year's wages by running mm-hmm. and losing. With what you repurpose. The, uh, so how can that be? No, no, no this yeah, okay, is right. yeah, How can that be right? Yeah, but, but the province—I'm going to let me finish. Yeah. By the province has you can put in a paper yeah. form, which they don't like. That's why they have a meeting and they kind of condition you to go electronic. Mm-hmm. So the first year I was having problems; they kept rejecting. So I got fined because I was late again. But, so then, but then I go, they said, well, they can't tell me who to use, but look at some of the bigger constituents. So I went to see Torrey, Penlos, everyone who's their CPA. And then I ended up using uh, uh, William Bolson, a very fine gentleman, and, but he was John Torrey's CPA. So he took pity on me and with his skill set, explained to me intelligently and stuck to the basics. And just to this John CPA, he said, I can file a paper form before you can buy. He made it real easy. I, I thank them to this day for bailing me out so I could run the second time, whether I'd be banned. <laughs> so the thing is, you don't have to do what the city wants you to do, but they want everyone to do it because it provides an avenue for people and, it, and that culture provide you know, it's kind of a culture that's created an avenue if you choose to use it where you can repurpose things, create a value and get half back. And the public pays for that. So every time there's an election, you're paying more than just the cost of administrating that election. Yes. You're putting money in... These counselors had a lot. Look at how much they spent. They made money while they're getting paid to be a counselor they and never resigned while well, saying I want to be mayor. Zero commitment. And the system itself, that's a bylaw in itself, should be should be overhauled. It's illegal. And the Ford wants to investigate why he didn't really. Everyone will be bedfellows when it's convenient. That's a problem. Do you think they should resign? Because if they ran for council be a mayor? Who? You think you should have
0: resigned as a council member if you run for mayor, like Mitzi Hunter? Absolutely. Yeah.
2: Because it doesn't show any commitment. Yeah. Some of the people wouldn't have run. Would Brad be down there with his family? He's got bills to pay if he knew he didn't have a job. Yeah. Would he run for mayor? Would he run, from Mallow, Mallow would he sure. run from here? for mayor? Sure. Maybe he grabbed the mic a little quicker instead of just saying I'm four things. I, by the way, Josh, you, you were at automotive building and I said you wouldn't.
1: That was my full pas. I corrected you on that Yeah, way. you yeah, corrected yeah, me. I, yeah, but I the thing it. is, you didn't go for the mic, you I
2: don't mean, address it. the real problems. You just, you want to make the statement when it's convenient and clean, but when you're at the automotive building, when you could have stood up, when at that time, when the facilitator was there, I, sh- no, I never did say anything. No, that. they didn't say anything, but they were there, and so yeah. was the let me and they said nothing. Yeah, I, I saw her I talked her. Yeah, but they're not doing anything. No, 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 no. So why, I'm not addressing it? Because if you're in the know, share it with the public it was there, because they want to know. Yeah. My problem is I said too much, I confused people, but I challenged them. But you weren't allowed to talk. Who was with us? Um, uh, me, you, Isabella. Isabella was not a talk. talk yeah. there. I mean, wow. Well, I think six people, eight people got to talk. It was nothing. Yeah.
0: You Did should you have multiple the, meetings. It defeats the, the whole situation, where right, The whole lecture site. Like, you know, the whole thing was an hour and a half, looking at the video, right? They're telling
2: you what they're gonna do. They're not asking you what you're is. By the way, i mentioned the other online ones with
0: the yeah. Ontario Face Roll. It, it's all like you watch it online, like 10,000 questions, and they got half an hour for like three
2: questions. Like, yeah, I have seen it. It's just it's, it's, it's a it's, it's, it's you assume your questions get addressed after the fact, but they're not. No, I, I, I was on one of them watching. You it, watch it? it was a joke. Yeah. So you see, right? But the thing is, the main thing is, I, I was saying, is you had to go to your councillor and make sure they would vote no, because then they couldn't go through with it. Yeah. But the mayor overrode that with their powers and made the deal. Yeah, yeah. So those powers were put in place before he got what he wanted. Tory was in just long enough two elections back yeah. to not fight the powers say I'll use them and the public trusted him enough thinking he was more middle-of-the-road which he wasn't and he was, all his policies were already failing and they had yet to come to light and now he's gone. Now watch what he's doing. He's setting himself up I think for another level of politics. Who? Tory? Sure. He went to the Ukraine to Kiev to worry about P.S., uh, post-traumatic uh, stress of the women and children and men on the front. I'm sending scopes to the front. Look at my Facebook page. I said 6,000 scopes that were scratched when Bushnell moved out of the country because uh, our prime minister terrorized hunting supply places, so they just left Canada. So they threw out everything, and I had these 5000 scopes. So I sent them over there. Okay. All the Jew, the jewelers polished them, and they're, they're sniping uh, Russian colonels and generals. Oh, so that's the, getting something okay, done out of, of the garbage. Let's talk about
0: Ukraine. Let's see what you put in Ukraine? Do. Yeah, oh, okay. okay I'm I'm a, I have an opinion. I love that's Ukraine. Okay. I'm Korean over there. I have hear the you know, okay, guys and girls, and girls right. there all the years. I yep. know the inside politics. This policy. is pretty loaded. Are you sure you want to talk about Ukraine? I know what goes on. People know what goes on the politics over there. with There's lots of corruption in the Ukraine. Yeah, yeah. My question is... The, uh, the president, I'm getting a lot of stuff about the president touring around the world, getting get collecting money, we're getting money,
2: right? Well, he's going to be an opportunist because he needs money. Yeah. So here's my first statement. Well, wait, hold on. My question is... Oh, yeah. Is, go, go for uh, it. Uh, sure, they cut the
0: uh, military budget by a billion, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So the question is, if we're getting cut by a billion and they're getting more than us or they're getting more than us for uh, contributions, you know, homeless this year... Poverty going on here, starvation, right? Okay, what's we'll the stick with the military? No,
2: I'm no, just amount say, of cutting the Indian, money
0: going yeah. the money going overseas yeah. is not put over here in our own country, right? And people are bitching about that. Saying. Well
2: part of the problem is we can't afford to send it. If this was fifty years ago, we're a different country. But also people gotta kind of realize too, but people
0: know this, but they're not gonna believe I'm gonna say this, but work for with the military. I know for a fact that Ottawa has tons of money and they have different categories different departments. No, so well,
1: so a
2: so when they don't We're not that different than the U.S. We've got secret, doing, yeah. secret. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. stuff yeah. going on. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're not attached to America. We pretend nothing's going on here. There's more going yeah. Yeah. on. Harp yeah. exists so my question in is, some of our, our, our property in Canada. All Litton yeah. Industries used to be made a lot of the guidance systems for all the original cruise yeah. missiles. But there's a lot that goes on in Canada. And you can't be attached to America and not be involved with America. Yeah. It's wishful thinking. When the mic was off and Obama got caught saying, oh, when the election comes, don't worry the Canadian interests. I know that the Midwest are worried about jobs, but we'll work it out. Right. Everyone's working something out all the time. Like, it, you know, this is a natural human thing. I'm not saying, it's not even the word corruption. To think there isn't wheeling and dealing is to be naive about the human race in general. To try and oppose, though, complete fairness on it and then walk away and go, done is naive as well. What you need to do is trust and verify. So I want to trust the human race. Let's verify people are telling the truth. I want to trust City Hall. Let's verify if the money's is getting results. Let's trust all levels of government. But let's verify if people are stealing they should get fired. We have no... Rep- the public getting frustrated because they don't know what to do. They can't express themselves. They've the got no recourse. They don't know the go, right? And the only way that people behaved in the past was shame. Yeah. You felt, oh, I got caught. I got a... Uh, resign as prime minister um, cabinet minister whatever now to get someone to resign I don't know what it would take you'd have to but literally
0: remind me the whole thing of the whole uh, Ford thing there's three, three guys the three yeah the whole uh, yeah but should they be the guys that resign they just well, took the hit. The maybe Ford should resign this is a old school fall guy routine right we yeah there's fall, fall guys all over the place and then, they, and then he comes out and says Ford says I had no idea this was going in my cabinet really well, that's what they got to say. Well, of course. Because it's, it's you not, have to. It's,
2: so it's called plausible denial. Yeah, but it's you ever been like, to court over a parking ticket? Yeah, yeah, I have, yeah. Okay, we're going to get into real crazy stuff here because yeah. I've been to court a lot and plausible deniability is a, is a space you want to get to when you're arguing in an adversarial system. So the government and politicians are very well versed at creating plausible deniability. And if you want to be like me, you want to trust them because you have to have civilization. <laughs> you got to believe in something. Because anarchy for me doesn't work. I don't know, I have anarchist friends, but I, I can't buy into it. Non-participation, though, will leave you floating in the wind. And that's going to eventually bite you, too. But you have to trust somebody some someone. But the problem is we're not verifying. And if we verify something is right, we have to demand action. Vote people out. Really, what needs to be done is that everyone needs to vote. Everybody out who's in office now currently in the city of Toronto. And pick someone new. And go out and research them. Each person will have to go out and dedicate 40 hours before the next election, starting now, years in advance, and find out who you vote ran last time. Do you time?
0: think uh, some of them going to retire next 2026, next election?
2: No, a lot of people have slush funds for that transfer tax. Don't to make people feel good in their constituencies. No, these, they won't the be senior, gone. And they want to stay in the senior council. No, form. everybody wants to stay in council because yeah. a feel good. Yeah. And plus, they believe their own thing. They are doing a good job. That's what they believe. Yeah. No, they are. I some might they're... be, some might not so much. But no, it's really, we're looking at it with hard facts. Are you at a passing grade, as we know in school, is 50%? Well, we're getting to the point where no one fails. That's it. It's a no-fault world. So you can't fail as a politician. You can't even fail in school. There's no such thing as failure. But somehow, when you pay the can't pay the rent, though, there's going to be a failure when you're kicked out. Yeah. When you can't get to work and you're fired, there's a failure. Yeah. And then you call it just dead silence. You know how I know this as a musician? We've always dealt with failure. I've been going on 2,000 shows and three cons over 30 years. If you don't get paid in the bar... No, no, hang on. If you don't get paid in the bar... Uh, tell the people where you can see you on Thursday night. No, no. I, but yeah, if you don't get paid in a bar, and it's overt fraud, I don't... You know, I can kind of exemplify in many different ways. Someone's threatening you because they don't want to pay you less. They put a gun on the table. It's kind of facing your direction. <laughs> you know, it's out of a holster. It's illegal. You shouldn't have the clip in it. You phone the police. They're not coming. If you're a haircutter and you don't get paid, any other industry, even during COVID, they got money. A musician is always the one of the lowest on the totem pole. You're a working homeless person. If you don't go to the bars and have a place to stay, you're in your van, you're always gonna be that. Way. So this is where I learned. And if you don't, if you haven't been homeless, went through basic training in the military, had some struggle, you shouldn't be running anything because it's too complex, coming on too hard and too fast. And if you're all about making feel good, People feel good, middle-of-the-road policies like John Tory, and and you're good with words like pilot project and, uh, you know, what we need, a humanitarian pause, call it a ceasefire. Like, quit playing games with words. People need to grill these people. Follow them out of the house, wherever they are, because they're politicians, they're public figures. You can grill them as much as you want. You should ask questions, you should take them to court, but make sure you've held yourself accountable. But if you've done that, you've got the right. Go out and pound every single person over and over again. Look at Ford Fest. I went out there on purpose. Did you go? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I had my signs. So I'm not supposed to advertise so I'm running for mayor. But you know why I went? Because Ford tried to put on that he wasn't sponsoring Saunders, who was running for mayor. Oh, but because yeah. Saunders had a Ford Fest shirt on, he wasn't technically running for mayor. You got all kinds of OPP and city police there at R1R Dime. Yeah. And I remember some police came up to me, and I don't know whether somebody sent them over. We'll just say. Did Maybe you video can- need- What? Did you need video any Any video I did some videotaping. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what happened. Okay. So I handed out my, my crying towel, clothing. Oh, yeah. So it was funny because people... get no,
0: can't tell what a crying towel is. I would, I had okay, it.
2: crying towel in the old days, post-World War II, was so horrific mm-hmm. that people were supposed to be stoic, have reserve, and for the, unless you're really being challenged by society, maybe suck it up. So politicians to me are kind of like old... They used to make crying towels for hunters. They missed... Bowling, crying towels, oh, you know, well, there was glue on the ball, it stuck to my hand, all these stupid things, they're kind of corny. So they hand these things out, say, uh, you know, to salesmen. My sales weren't good because, uh, you know, I got the husband, not the wife, <laughs> in the 40s or 50s. But the crying towel would have like 10 excuses on it. And if somebody was in the sales or in um, the bowling league was always complaining and they always had an excuse why they wouldn't get a strike, you go, there you crying towel, wipe your tears, you but know. That's what they're saying,
0: they will cry. Well, the crying oh, towel is to yeah, wipe your yeah, tears yeah, for your whining. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: So my thing with John Tory is I had things that he did. Then the second one was yeah. all the counselors, the crying towel.
0: Is it is it available to the public to watch Well the go on picture? my
2: site. You see the picture. D A dot D-A-M-A-Y-O-R dot ca. You can download what an eight by ten you can buy both What's of them. The so so I put them on all this clothing I found in the garbage. And I got work clothing, so that was symbolic. So first class printers with Danforth, great guys. These guys participated in a campaign. They volunteered their services. They put the, the, the thing on there for me. The towel, yeah. So I get free clothing, and then I put the crime towel on it. From the artwork to whatever, I had to claim all that because it was a value, but it was free. Yeah. So I could leverage against people where people like yourself, I had a little more leverage than you. So I went to Ford Fest, and they handed them out. There's people in coveralls for mechanics and whites for restaurants. Yeah. And machinists, blue smocks. And they had crime towels, but because... Ford Ford are giving me hamburgers and people have bags of food like just buying boards, feel good <laughs> everyone's getting feeling good you know eating and having a nice ice cream and I was giving out these things and oh I forget the name of one of the other uh, guys running for mayor he was an activist he was half handing them out because people never read what it was oh, on it they don't read they just get things for free Actually, so we became like a what? Mitchell Zwei? Yeah, my been, Yeah, a young guy with glasses. Yeah, yeah. Mitchell Zwei. Yeah. Mitchell was there, and he started to laugh, and he's going, "Yeah, I like this." So we're handing him out, and people didn't even look what was on them. Meanwhile, I'm criticizing the very event they're going to, and criticizing Ford that he had like a remote control that was a robot. Saunders had a thing on his hand, <laughs> and uh, a few of the other just people running for office had a little thing in their head. Like he's on hang off, uh, CN tower like King Kong. You know, because satirical uh, criticism like that. It's not slander. That's existed. in the people all the time. No, but that's existed in, in England and North America and British Commonwealth. It's in our culture. You know, so you don't see many cartoons in the paper anymore. You know, the funny thing is people got offended by that. more. Well, I got more trouble because of me poking fun at them. They couldn't laugh at themselves, you know, because I had no other means to get through. But when you laughed at them, they're upset. What, me? You're laughing at me? The hero of uh, mankind? Oh, my goodness. They're, they can't take a joke how are you going to negotiate with Doug Ford if you can't take a joke? But yet, the chief of police, here's the best thing. He's there, so he's te- he's obviously running for election. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of other people. But because I'm overt with my signs, I told the guys, hold the signs up when the TV cameras got Ford on stage so you're going to see my signs. So they came over and told me to get rid of them. There's handlers keep them as Ford goes to the crowd undercover cops and special security. So I get <laughs> hassled. And I just said, that's the whole point. And they go, well, we can arrest you. I go, I want you to. Because I know but so shouldn't the ex-chief of police know what the law is? You're, that's going to fly that he's not running for office. So I said, for God's sakes, handcuff me and maybe taser me. Don't put the boost to me. Kind of fake a kick like a like a stunt double, you know. But you know, I want you to take me down because if I'm doing something illegal, how is it the premier in the city of Toronto during an election with someone who's running for a mayor? How they how do they not know the law? But you're here as the police because you know the law. But they didn't arrest me. This took off. They took that. Yeah, well, they don't want to arrest me because in theory, I'm talking in front of, and even uh, Rebel News, Rebel News, my behind. They said, get a hold of me. There's some people they had interviewed that were running for my guard. Oh, we'll get a hold of you. i waited two months. Finally, when I'm there, they did interview me. They used a little snippet of me. I I muscled my way in. Too many words. Yes, do, do. Yeah, louder than the guy with the hat. I guess it's no, no only, one.
0: Only Elizabeth, I'm interviewed by yeah. him. That's an all So you're too No, I
2: was included in one of the clips at yeah, Ford yeah. Fest. Okay, okay. Because I muscled my way in there, right? Like you got to be a dirty shirt to get your way in. Look at this. A guy like me was erased out. I don't even want to listen to me. I got a bad haircut. I'd rather, you know. I said, even I said, if I had a choice, I might have voted for Sarah yourself. Look, let's be practical about this. They were breaking the law at Ford Fest. So I wanted to go to civil disobedience and break the law. The joke is they were too dumb to know what was on the of my crime tell. So if you look at my YouTube channel, there's people running around with all these things yeah, yeah, yeah. and lined up in smocks. You can see them all dispersed in the crowd. Like these guys think they're geniuses. But they're really just, just doling out the money in the form of free hamburgers, ice cream cones, and hot dogs. What they're doing is feel good with did music you get some, and
0: PAs. I don't want their food.
2: I don't want their blood money in the form of food and ice cream cones. I don't need them. I would go online and when people would have my smocks on, I'd talk to people, they get mad at me. Yeah. And I'd go, well, think about it. i go, it's a form of bribery what we have going on here. It's feel good. But are we getting down to the facts? Are we verifying anything? You don't need to verify anything. Okay, I don't need to verify it. But you're wearing my, my one of my crime tosses. Is that you? Yeah, they're giving this out free. That's why he was, uh, who was the activist You named? Mitchell. Mitchell, Mitchell. was throwing them out. People, give me one, give me one. I ran out of them. I thought I'd have a hard time giving them I ran out in like 15 minutes. Because it was a it was a feeding frenzy of free things. Feel good, you know. But feel good, that was supposed to be directed at Saunders. Yeah. He's running for mayor, and that's illegal. So I wanted to be taken down. That would have been my duty. So I probably was, let's face it, I wasn't going to get elected. But I wanted to exemplify things that were overtly wrong, challenge the public to do something better than just look up a few names. It's going to get worse. I'm out there in free enterprise, and I'm going to tell you right now, there's not enough money to go down, it's going to get worse. Interest rates are going to exasperate it. I, you know, take a look at it. my platform hasn't even changed in two years. Yours, we identified yeah. lack of housing; these things thing they're not years. addressing this. I have some things. Go check me out. Check out Phil. Check out other It'd people. Be the same Sarah had good ideas. Twenty twenty, 20,
0: 20, 20 six of the same platform.
2: Yeah, so the changes, right? Well, so but What do you think about the homeless now?
0: The newly get housing. Well, look at yeah. there's been some fires in the camps. Two of them. Yeah. Recently. Now they're bringing the homeless. you know? What? Just is funny. News always centers on the homeless when there's a fire or a tragedy. They never talk about the behind the scenes. They don't
2: even know how many there are. If you go down Eastern, there's a couple out by the well, water station. You know. I'm around at night. Look, I go out at night, right? So when I'm driving around, you get the public disappears and all the cars are off the street and everyone's in the house. You see the tents. The bodies come out. Do it at Fillmore, a strict joint. I go up that street and I give out food. There's a company called, uh, has a, f- a food truck company. They throw the food out. And in the winter when it's cold, throw out the truck. And if, within 20 minutes, if I'm back down, it was the due date was that day. So that right now the food trucks, it's like a, I'm like a canary in a coal mine. Industry around the GTA is going down because they don't sell their food when they go deliver. The little cardboard boxes in the executive box, are only selling chocolate bars. The pop machines are not selling pop. So they throw out tons and tons of food. Yeah. That's why I'm donating. And to be honest, I was lazy. I talked stuff before, but I could have done a better job. <laughs> but when I ran to Romero, I realized, to be accountable is serious. To actually give and go out and give takes a lot of time. So I just thought, deal with it head on and directly, like you do. Other people. You know, there's some good people that ran for election. That's why Penlos bothers me. He goes, Oh, these people are narcissists running. We each may have had one good idea. No, when people, before what? no, no one's investigating. Just vote for what you know. When did you sign on Keep
0: failing. When did you sign on 2022? When did you sign on last year?
2: later on or early I can't remember for what in, in 2023 or 22 No, uh, 22 when you just signed on 22 out. I saw
0: yeah. like on the last day okay so you didn't see what he, he signed on me I came in 7th I signed on back in May then Sarah came after me and then Penn came on shortly after and he went on I like it. I don't have nothing against guy. I a, days,
2: a Good guy. I he think he was, thinks he's doing a good job. Well, he know, promises know, more than you know, the GDP of you know, Ontario. You know, how, how are you gonna pay you for you that?
0: Know, know. Every Mental. Media, every media coverage covered You CP24 He went on CP Twenty Four and you made the statement like like you, do, like you said. He said uh, they asked him to think about the other candidates. He says I looked at the other candidates. They, they don't love the city as much as I do. They're not really really helping the city. I was, I was all pissed off. I was like, really, buddy? But that's the thing. And that's the thing. i
2: He can't. Job. He can't speak fully. The complete history of the city. I've lived here since, I've been here since 1984. Yeah. I've seen the city. I lived grew up I, in a small town. I've been here yeah, longer yeah. than he has. So it's not that he's new and I'm old no. because I've lived here this long, but I know a little bit more about how things work. My friend Pete used to work on the rails for the TTC. Yeah. I know this whole thing. My friend, yeah. the last company I ran, the person that owns that amp company was refurbing all the hybrid buses. Yeah. The TTC can't even afford to do it, otherwise, the whole hybrid bus. Fleet would be out it would be out of war. it's out of warranty now because Daimler's company no. Orion went bankrupt and he's fulfilling um, he's keeping these buses on the road because the TTC can't they're, they're basically one of the things you got to realize about street cars while well, they're really I don't want street cars you and I probably disagree street cars no, we're we're, nice to have around but you know what when no but now the way they've, they've divided up the right of way of the sidewalk and the roadways into everything no, that it is, it's lot. dysfunctional
0: no, because the they, they, they don't come in and out build, like a bus. a double extension streetcar now, the way they design them?
2: But you know why they do that.
0: But they can't turn anywhere.
2: But you know why they do that. That's TTC staff. What they're really trying to do is cut down their personal obligations to yeah. staff members yeah. in pensions and benefits. Yeah. So it's partly about the machinery, partly about how to cut labor costs a long time down because those amortize. You, can, you, can, you, know the, you know the shelf life of something that's physical, an object, but a person might retire after 40 years and then TTC. you have to keep paying them until they yeah. die. So the TTC doesn't want these obligations. They're trying to reduce them. Because that's why there's only one person in streetcar that's is so big. That's part of the reason they favored these things.
1: Yeah, so not because they're longer reasons. for... Uh,
2: well, whether they're useless or not, but you got to think, what's, what's, no, what's no, the motivation? And how do I know it? Because I know somebody that refurbishes the stuff that is inside of them. I talk yeah, to hundreds yeah, 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 of bus drivers. Yeah, yeah. I, so, yeah. I don't know anything, Penelosa. Right, yeah. I don't know anything. Look, if I wanted to drop a dime on everything I know, I probably have a lot of people with baseball bats when waiting on my door. Back when he came on, he this design for the
0: university. Uh, university Street. Yep. He was making the park. Yep. So he had this whole thing about turn, no, put no, the uh, road over, one yep. lane, whole park by the Ring the hospitals. So I, I, I went on and I said, okay, you know more the city than I did. I, I, don't, I don't know my city as much as you do. So I said, okay, I'll take him. I'll take on my military stance. So okay. You want first of all, you got you get to get permission from the government to remove all those statues dedicated to the dead, the worm, right? And remove all the bodies. So people are like, oh, oh attacking Pinellas. So ta- oh, oh, what body? What are you talking about? You know what you're talking about, buddy. Anybody knows that's common sense. When you have a statue, there's always a body underneath. Look at the cenotaph, an unknown soldier, right? So then spark? And then You didn't think about that, right? So, so anyway, he, does, he, he didn't know that, that uh, case, so they dedicated it. They so one I body put, there. I mean, it did, but I was Stupid. nice to I know. Do you? They not, do, they, they the, do the research. Person, research. Person, not, you know. That's the personal plan also. That's okay. That's one thing that you didn't take into account. Another thing, that property is owned by the TTC, right? That's all TTC. If you're going to build battles of dirt over the TTC tracks, right? Nothing thing is uh is you didn't take into account the emergency exits. So people go, oh, what are you talking about emergency exits? Well, think about it. If you're going to have somebody, you are going to have emergency exits. Bomb shelters, they're not bombing a bomb. In the case of the bomb or a terrorist attack, there's also emergency exits. They don't
2: talk about it. They are there. I know where they are. Right? So you got to find out where you're, going to, where you're going to cover that up. The problem of Gil is he may have had some good core ideas, but as the election went on, he promised more and more and well, that's more. that's the thing. Without having the facts. Well,
0: right? the university thing was a big fiasco, right? I said, you know, all the monuments. I mean, you've got to convince the Canadian government to remove all these flags, dedicate to the war victims, or not with the wars. You know, well, the last fours on university, just on the university, that whole area, the blue area. And they're going to say what? Oh, well, we're going to make a park? No, I'm, they're going to say no. First of all, I know they're back. They're going to say no.
2: But it's like buying the Toronto airport and making it to a park. or a Oh, that or was the, over. the last thing you wanted, right? It, basically, people were shooting from the hip. Yeah. Even Tory at the end of the first life was saying, Th- you think about tolls for the DVP. Isn't it funny how Ford has a DVP now? Tory was a PC leader, he had that idea. Yeah. these discussions going in the back rooms? Possibly, possibly not. But now that they have it, who knows? Now people are worried about tolls. Well, now that the province has it, if it happens, uh, these people, the last time uh, toll road was made, it was a PC government. But then again, let's not pick in the PCs, because now let's talk about definition. But that Doug happen. Ford isn't a PC because he spends... But, but no, could. no, Doug Ford spent more money than any government ever, including any liberal government in the last... So if you buy a vote, it doesn't matter. If you're buying votes and you're not and you don't have facts and you can't be trusted... You you don't really belong to any party. You're just buying your own political uh, survival. It's not going to be. a it's it's you're you a, your, a threat
0: to society. Yeah, it's not going to be a physical. Goal. It's going to be like the uh, ETR, right? The uh, like. Who knows?
2: I've been uh, in the, the states. I travel a lot. Like right? yeah, the right? Yeah, most of them electronic. yeah. But in the U.S., a lot of them you got to pay to. Who knows when what?
0: I the, when I lived in, live in Halifax in the military, last Oh, during the winter time, going down that hill down to the uh, oh, yeah. Cape Bridge, thinking, thinking putting that freaking quarter in. Like, if you miss that quarter, man, you're like stuck in that traffic pile up here Yeah, and yeah. I mean, some
2: that's in Toronto, right? the toll. Like, they still have to buy well, the day, big bro. problem with coins now is people are going to say, unlike the US, we have there's still more cash there. We wouldn't have the coins in our pocket. Yeah. yeah. A lot of our, our 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 banks have allowed so many transactions under a certain amount. I mean, 25 years ago, you wouldn't buy, uh, you know, a burger at a, a fast food chain. For on your credit card or with your debit card for less than yeah. the minimum orders. Now, anything goes. But the thing is, you know, 25 cents, who has a quarter in the wall? Look at the parking meters now, same thing. It's all cars. It's like
0: even the even you don't remember
2: the area. There are no payphones around, right?
1: Yeah, there's some, I know no, where they are.
0: No, but like, you know, like- you Yeah, see, but not many. Over here used to be like 15 them down the corner, they're all gone, like in the malls. Like every mall had a payphone area, right?
1: Yeah, and you know,
2: the mother phones used to be there was the ones who dedicated the cab so you pick it up and call yeah. and go right to a cab. And because you needed to bring your groceries home, your lady with your walker, or the old gentleman and crutches, or whatever, you know what I'm saying? People that needed help, right? I'm picking the easiest things for my examples. But we're talking about a lot of stuff here today, you know that, though. I don't know if the public so wants to sort this out. It's it remember. a I situation?
0: You're never sure you're talking about the uh, president of the Ukraine going around, traveling around, picking up money and all this stuff. What's your views on that? If you want to talk about it. Okay, here's the
2: thing. <laughs> the guy's my cameraman's from the Ukraine. Well, okay. The problem for me is this. you well, got to pick something. i are not talking about camera in here. I'm talking about the president. <laughs> no, no, but I'm saying my camera's in Ukraine. <laughs> okay. and, he, and the documentary that got in the war that was made in 2014 in, in, uh, at the Academy Awards, he was involved with those cruises. He was on a cruise ship. He ended up here. His mother's in Germany, whatever. His daughter, his sister's in the subways of Kiev trying to do her studies. Her husband's on the front line. So I know a little bit intimately more when we well, not my friend the in the fire department. His wife's in Ukraine. He's okay. helped the children of the Ukraine. I was. toys. So I know a little bit about what's going on in Ukraine. Let's just look at it plain and simple. Forget about Zelensky, forget about Putin. But just take a look at the regime in Russia, what Ukraine is, and for better or worse. Ukraine is a jurisdiction that has a right to its own destiny. It was attacked in a way that's beyond reason. Beyond what even Israel was attacked. In the early stages of that war, more people died daily than the whole thing in Israel. So the Ukraine has the right to defend itself. So here's what you got to remember. If the Ukraine stops fighting, because we don't have real forces there, we're just supplying them, then the Ukraine will cease to exist. Then ask yourself, if Russia stops fighting, the Ukraine will just go back to being Ukraine, the Ukraine, there's no problem. Yes. So really, Russia wants the energy in the eastern part, there's all gas fields and oil, and they want to make sure uh, they don't have a long border against a NATO country. So the problem is we have to support the Ukraine because they kind of defend our point of view, where the individual has rights. Because I just don't buy into the form of would-be directed democracy, communism slash socialism. Whatever you call Putin's system of government, it's out of control. So I'm calling a shot here. I'm saying I, like, I'll like side with Ukraine because they, by far, even if you think they're corrupt or the president's going around grabbing money when we shouldn't be giving money to Ukraine, fine. Don't do that. But as far as where my moral support is, it's with the Ukraine. Because I can't morally support uh, Vladimir Putin. No. He came up through the KGB. I had uncles in World War II that did things I can't talk about. And if you understand what the KGB are, I played in a Moldovan band called Black Holves. I met him three times, eh? What's that? I met him three times. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. So, so so the bottom line is <laughs> too many times. <laughs> yeah, so the bottom line is, is that uh, the strange thing is, is that uh, you know, somehow we delude ourselves that oh Putin was threatened. We shouldn't have threatened him. No. He attacked the Ukraine. The Ukraine gave him all the nuclear weapons back they had. Because they were the third biggest uh, holder of nuclear weapons at the end hey, of the war. Hey, you want to discuss who's back
0: in Russia attacking Ukraine, or attacking Ukraine? topic? I'm going to give it back. Basically,
2: Ukraine I side with... So I really don't care if Zelensky's getting money. He's going to do it anyway. Whether we should be giving him money, I don't think we have money to give him. But I'm going to tell you something you probably don't know. Some of the stuff we gave him we don't even have yet. So mm-hmm. we send the money to the U.S. Because we don't even have what we're giving them. And they ship it. Yeah. And that stuff gets there later than my stuff. I send into the US that's channeled through people's suitcases. So I got stuff to the front line faster and I got the photos to prove it. Yeah, why is that, eh? Because people, free enterprise, people take care of problems better on their own. That's right. You just need to support them. Elderly, a country that has a war going on. People will figure out the way, to support them. But to come in and say, no, no, I'm gonna support you, but you gotta wear your hat, tilt it to the right, say this. This is your definitions, be here at this time, cook that food, no, 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 that's not how it works. Whether you're liberal or labor or conservative, if you're that much of an authoritarian, you're going to screw up your society. People will know what to do, so you have to trust people. I trust people. I get by fine. That's how I I started a company in England, um, Fuzzy Purple Platform, with a guy who's an American investor, and we're going to build an ant company. People trust me. I get things done, because I trust people. And if it doesn't work and you verify it, then you cut the relationship before it goes too wrong. So you have to be working hard all the time, not taking vacations like these guys in my offices. So I don't know whether free enterprise, you know, can ever integrate well with government. I was ask you. I yeah. in our conversation, you yeah. um, So I don't care what Zelensky's doing, went, we shouldn't be getting money. You briefly, but
0: you didn't talk about... It. Well, I know, because we, we went online, right, during one of the debates, yeah. and he told us your story about your cancer, how you survived. So we want to share people that want, with people. People want to hear that. No, it's amazing. But you,
2: and you, you know, you talked about the. Uh... It might be a bit glib because I, I say I, I survived stage four cancer twice. Yeah. But it's a pretty serious topic, and uh, yeah, I it's, it's interesting. Very interesting. maybe lucky. Yeah. Maybe I drove myself through it. I really don't know. It was stage four. I let it go too far. If you have any, if you feel any sensations, or whatever, uh, don't feel that you're hypochondriac. Go. And get, you know, colon cancer checked regularly. Get checkups. Don't fool around. I let mine go. And my kids were young then. Yeah. And it was stage four. Yeah. By the time they did the biopsy, they had to check my bone marrow because I thought it was too far. So how did you I my, sp- my spleen and liver are getting bigger. Yeah, yeah, and my yeah, stomach was yeah. getting squeezed. We also discussed how you so healed. My bone marrow and my lymph system yeah. was Hodgkin's cancer. Yeah. And how did you heal? Oh, yes. That's what I'm... Well, I know what you're getting at. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I believe, this is my belief system... I, I believe I, I had seven bark which was a medicine made um, through some of my indigenous friends that were very concerned about me and, and God bless them. Uh, the bottom line is is that I had uh, they made that for me and I, I drank that the first time. The first time I was so far gone um, when they did the bone marrow test it looked like a Christmas tree it was everywhere my body so how I got out of that but it did come back there's a little bit left but we'll get into that one next but I took medicine both times um, and I got medicine again since then, uh, a second time, and then also since then I have a medicine pouch. Uh, so the bottom line is, is that, you know, I believe but that wait, it, it wait, had an effect. When was the time period, you know, the time you took that? Well, when I was stage four, I took the medicine immediately. Yeah. And my friend Ernie uh, Jacko, uh, I love you Ernie, he went and he ended up getting it made for me. Um, they're from Sagamore, uh, it's up near the, uh, the top of Lake Huron yeah, there. Really, right? Yeah. And really nice people. So if you want to talk about that, I understand I will talk about that. Yeah. There's more two things. If you wanna if you want to explore alternative medicine, then you really need to think about we talk about preserving indigenous culture. You're not just preserving culture for them, you're preserving perhaps I mean I'm I'm certain, you're preserving knowledge and ideas that will benefit us and the human race as a whole. So the the wholesale destruction of any culture is is horrendous. But also, the loss can't even be uh, quantified because I believe that I was saved by this medicine. Um, I, my father, my, I, I've had friends, you know, it, just, it depends what you're exposed to. I grew up up north. You know, bottom line is, is that it depends what you want to believe. Doctors would have you say, maybe you shouldn't take that with chemo. You're not supposed to eat a grapefruit when you have chemo. It can make you sick. It can really mess you up. And I know that's true. So, But I took my chances and... When I was stage four, the, uh, the conventional system was kind of saying it was over. Now, I don't want to poo-poo our system. St. Mike's, uh, the Herald Ballot Clinic, everyone there, call uh, shout out to you. Uh, you do an amazing job considering you're so underfunded. St. Mike's is so cramped. If you're in there, you know. Donate. St. Mike's is hospital that really needs the money and that new wing is just the beginning. Anyway, I'm going to shout out to my doctor, Dr. Marina Trinkas. You know, without her commitment, I would have never made it. So, uh, you know, she was the second time she was nine months pregnant by the time she got me yeah, to stem cell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was still working in her office. If you're not going to elect people like that, that's what you're going to need in the next election in the future. Because we're going into a tailspin and it's going to be challenging for any business, human, anyone, big business. Like my doctor would be a role model. She, They rejected me for stem cell. Because they, they, the chemo wouldn't work. So that the, I had a tumor now. It would be shrunk by 50%. Mm-hmm. She stayed on and found something extra for me. And she got it just small enough for Dr. Uh, Crump over at... Uh, a shout out to him. Uh, over at... Uh, uh. Uh, Princess Margaret, by son. I'm getting confused. Anyway, bottom line is Dr. Crump took me for stem cell. He's a great guy. They did their best with me. Um, Stem cells where they give you high dose chemo after they induce some stem cells out of you, which makes you grow and your bones hurt. It's not so pleasant. So then you go and they give you stem cell, but they don't give you these nine and a half million stem cells they get out of you. Uh, They leach out of your blood through a filtration system until they've killed all the living cells in your blood. That means your uh, red blood cells, everything. And apparently your bone marrow is dead because the only way to get rid of cancer, which is a high growth cell that's mutating, is to kill all cells that are reproducing. So not all cells are reproducing in you at some point, but you can live. So in fact, there's nothing growing or reproducing in me or could reproduce. They were only going to ever start to die. And I suppose if I'd never had my stem cells put in me, even if my immune system didn't catch a cold and kill me, or if my body didn't catch a cold and get killed, because my immune system couldn't defend me, ultimately at the end of the day. Oh I think we're
0: done then. 13, 14, 2 hours left. No. Here from one o'clock to three, so I
2: think we're almost done. We're done? So yeah. Okay, well, anyway. They saved me. And if, you, if you, these people worked overtime to take up for the lack of money and know how in the system, if you're not going to elect politicians to equal that kind of person, or a farmer that rushes into fire, or a policeman who gives extra time and, going to go into Kensley Market and work with um, youth to make sure that they have hope for the future, if you're not going to pick people to sacrifice, you're voting for the wrong person. If you're voting people to tell you what they want to hear, go and meet you in the sidewalk because you have a minor problem, that's nice. What you needed people who are going to rise to the challenge because you're in a disaster zone right now. Financial collapse is my opinion, and I see it because of what I do. The garbage. Yeah.
0: So I think we're done.
2: With anyway, hey, this this guy's great. He lets everybody talk. Yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. let you talk. You would like ask me questions. like ask me questions. Come on. Yeah, I'm yeah. out of control. You know, maybe look at what I've said, but don't vote for me. Yeah, vote yeah. for me. <laughs> right next time. I'll help him.
0: Thank
1: you
2: so much for coming to my on-location show. Yeah, well, group. it was fun seeing you again. Yeah, yeah, you could talk to them. Like, if, if, if the people running for office are more down to earth and have more meetings like this on, on a mass mm-hmm. level, they could probably pool their ideas yeah, yeah. and all these problems would be you're fixed in no time. Yeah, but yeah. they don't want to do I'll that. See, they copy the video. they are not assured power, are they, if they oh, do that? No, no, no. So thank you so much for sharing. Power sharing. sharing, sharing
0: thank yeah, you so much what you Yeah, share the wealth. You're sharing yeah. the yeah. wealth and sharing the power. Kudos to you. Yeah, you're right, man. It's good, it's good. So just turn it off now.